I'm going to initiate a cause for canonization for the person who invented air conditioning. Mark, the evangelist, is a little bit stingy in his recounting of the parables of Jesus that speak about the kingdom of God. His colleagues, Matthew and Luke, recount many, many parables about the kingdom of God, where Jesus says the kingdom of God is, is life. But Mark, not so much. He puts the parables about the kingdom of God all in chapter 4. And so we have a couple of those for our reflection today. But the parables of the seed that the farmer sows on the land and the one about the mustard seed, they seem pretty simple. So much so that any of us that have any experience with planting would say, well, I knew that. That's how it is. But of course, parables are intended to do more than state the obvious. Parables are intended to awaken our imagination, to sort of broaden our sensory, sensory experiences. They have a certain mysteriousness to them. They are not, as we say, what they seem at first glance. There is always the language beneath the language. And so the spiritual listener, whether it be the farmer, the gardener, or the recluse, the spiritual listener discovers a whole new realm, as it were, one to explore that's rooted in an imagination. And so the mystery in these two parables about a tiny seed becoming a great plant or about a few seeds becoming a whole harvest. These tell us something about ourselves, that the mustard seed and the field of grain are really a ploy on the part of Jesus, the teacher, to draw us into a mystery. And at the same time, of course, we might also be a bit frustrated. And we might say, well, if that's the intent, why doesn't he just say so? Why doesn't Jesus give an explanation so we'd all get it and not each of us be waiting for that aha moment to arrive? One such insight from these parables might be in, in realizing that all things begin in a tiny way. The grain of the field, a tiny seed. The tree of the forest, as the first reading says, begins with that little tiny shoot that was taken from the very top of the great tree. Human beings begin in a similar manner. And scientists would tell us that the universe began with some tiny subatomic particles. Like the farmer in the parable, we're not quite sure how that entire process happens. And as human beings, we don't get the full wisdom of God all at once. The 
majestic cedar that Ezekiel speaks about began as that tiny shoot. And after years, and only after years, did it appear in all its glory. And then the birds of every kind could come and dwell in the shade of its branches. The parable of the mustard seed speaks of the same kind of development. And so the mystery of the kingdom of God is both hidden and revealed in these images. The life that unfolds within the great cedar and within the giant mustard tree is the life that unfolds in each of us. We may not grasp the fullness of the kingdom all at once. We start small. But we know there is potential for spiritual greatness in each of us. Who among us ever thought we'd be where we are, who we are, and doing what we do 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago? Who would have thought that? As the growth of the grain and the mustard plant is imperceptible from one day to the next, so too is the growth of the grace of God within each of us. We might paraphrase St. Paul, who said, we walk by faith and not by sight. And we could say, we grow by faith and not by sight. Even with the mistakes and the doubts of life along the way, great good has taken place. We are a work in progress until one day the Lord of the harvest comes to gather us in. As the single seed becomes a harvest and then becomes the bread for the many, and the little mustard seed becomes shade and comfort for all who seek and who need it, so the seeds of the reign of God that are planted within us, we become great cedars, abundant harvest, and beautiful mustard plants. We could tell Mark, if we had a chance to speak to him, perhaps you don't need to write all of these parables. Look at us. We are living parables. <laughs>